Hear me? Hello. You got me? Yes, dude. I can hear you. Cool, dude. We're up in the building. <clears throat> Shock the System podcast is back with uh, episode four. You already know. Uh, this is a special, special edition uh, episode uh, for the uh, Church of Cinema. Shout out to Bobby T. Lewis up at Old Missouri State holding it down. Getting him this uh, podcast so I can make a grade up in this class. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, we're back. We got uh, Justin. Justin, I will just be calling you Justin. We'll keep it PG and not use your actual nickname on, on the broadcast. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Uh, but, you know, we're up in here at the Quarantine Podcast, and unfortunately, you know, we are living in difficult times and social distancing and all that stuff. But I'm going to be real here, Justin. It, not much has changed for me. I I was born. I was born for the social distancing, distancing stuff. Yeah, I, got a, I have a theory that, like, most Midwesterners are doing just fine. I think it's a Midwest <laughs> I, thing. This doesn't affect me. I'm going to my job, and you know, I I like talking to the viewers at home. But if you, if you come across me out in public, more than likely I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I mean, right. like that's just how it is. Um, I'm more to myself, and so you telling me that I don't have to go out and spend money and uh, not talk to anybody or whatever—that's fine by me. Oh that's yeah. Well- that's more time on my Nintendo Switch and my Xbox. Like, Right. I'm working from home for like part of it as well. So, I mean, like, telling me to not have to come into work is, well, okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, you're not bothering me now. Like, my work, obviously, I would do the, the post office stuff, but my stuff hasn't slowed down at all. Like, Yeah, I bet not. Yeah, you're pretty essential. <laughs> I mean, like, some of the companies, like, closed down. We don't have as much like workload but ain't ain't nothing changing for me dude it's all all systems go you know but yeah so on this podcast obviously we know we talk about wrestling and we talk about you know other stuff going on in the entertainment business currently wrestling is still going on they're airing without an audience um we're not gonna really spend too much time on that but like it's just it's really, really weird. I never, I never okay. realized until I went back on my WWE Network thing and I watched some matches recently. I just watched a couple this week, and they had a crowd in it, and I, you know, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like I missed these crowds. Oh, yeah. Like, like right? Because they've been like, they've been doing shows without the audience. Yeah, and so oh, like, wow. I mean, granted, you get to listen, like you can hear. Like, sometimes when they chop people and hit people, you get to hear, like, the actual sound effects, and that's cool, but it's just lifeless. So, I kind of was hoping, like, they, they didn't do it at the NBA, but I would have loved to actually watch a basketball game with nobody in the audience. Well, they're probably gonna, that's probably going to be the next next go-to. I think they're going to start up in, like, July. Let's so, hope. LeBron is, was not happy about that. But, yeah. yeah, they're... I don't know. I don't know how I stand on all of it, man. Uh, the 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 greedy side of me is like, you know, like okay, I need my sports back. But the other side of me is like, you know, I think 
I think I can go one summer without the NBA playoffs or whatever. You know? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's how most people feel. It's 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 the people who like you know. It's it's. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of widespread. Everybody's like, I kind of want the world to start up again, but at the same time, they're like, I don't want everybody to die. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, but yeah. So, like I said, we won't be covering much about wrestling. We already touched on. It. It's been no audience. It's been about it. Um, but for the most part, we're going to focus on some entertainment aspect. That's something that we like to do in here is bringing the scoops. I am your uh, resident Baskin Robbins. I got all the scoops that you need. That's uh, I'm the Marvel DC Baskin Robbins is what they like to say. Like, you want whatever flavoring you want, I got it, dude. Thirty-one flavors of scoops. I got it, dude. You want a you want a breakdown of an animation film? You got it. You want some breaking news on a director? I got it. So I guess that will lead us straight into where we're about to jump into, and that is. Doctor Strange 2, um, Multiverse of Madness. Obviously, we touched on it in one of our prior episodes about how, you know, Marvel slash Disney almost in a way backed away from Scott Derrickson's vision. And, you know, he left the project because I don't know. The dude came out and said it was going to be a horror movie, and Feige didn't like that shit. And, um, yeah. So then they backed away from it because, you know, he's like, oh, it's going to be all out horror and all this stuff. And then as we started getting marching towards it and Feige kept getting asked more questions, he was like, yeah, not happening. And then <laughs> the dreaded creative differences oh, man. Uh, tagline that always comes about when there's, you know, something that doesn't work out at Marvel Studios. It's always creative differences. Um basically cough cough Disney and Feige need their way cough cough um so I mean like we won't stress too much about how much of a letdown it is like to not push the boundaries like cause obviously I think the MCU needs a facelift and I think they proved everything they need to do through a what 25 film arc story they need to you mean like they, they've done it all so why not push it a little bit forward and make uh, a horror movie or something that's going to push the genre and because superhero films can get redundant. Yeah. There's only, there's only so many bad guy wants to seek revenge for right. family member dying or said hero cost the bad guy bad life and now he wants his revenge. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah the action scenes um i mean look at I, th- I think like the last marvel movie that was going to be able to take that up was far from home i think they're going to have to do something differently after that because i think they kind of peaked there as well like <laughs> as far as that whole story goes yeah so it's interesting um but so the new director of dr strange 2 is sam rimey or sam rami i don't know how to pronounce his last name mm-hmm. Um, but he was the previous previous director of uh, Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2 and the original Spider-Man trilogy so this will be the first superhero film that he's getting back into since whatever 2006 or something whenever Spider-Man 3 dropped Um, it's very interesting because 
in Spider-Man 1, J. Jonah Jameson is like uh, coming up with like a name for, I think it was either, is there one or two, but he's coming up with a name for Green Goblin or, or Dr. Oct- I think it was, it was two. So Spider-Man 2, he's coming up with a name for Dr. Octopus and one of the names they said, Dr. Strange. And they were like, and J. Jonah was like, uh, he said something along the lines, oh, we already got one or something <laughs> like that. So yeah, That's right. I remember that. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, like, I'm not really familiar with Sam Robbie's other work, but, like, I know everybody wanted him to get back into the the superhero genre. I mean, it kind of was, like, honestly, it, can you name a super... I mean, there was Schumacher's Batman, but, like, what was... those Like, the first movie I remember seeing of uh, the superheroes that I kind of actually holds up still is probably Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 1 is... Yeah. Spider-Man 1 and 2 are good. Three is a well, yeah. But my point is, is that he kind of was the godfather to, I mean, you could say he was kind of at least, he's the, he was the concept, like proof of concept for uh, superhero movies, that they could be something more yeah. than, you know, goofy little Danny DeVito as Penguin or whatever, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. And he actually cared. You could tell he, he really did want to do like uh, a good story with Spider-Man. I mean, Willem yeah. Dafoe as Green Goblin. I mean, come on. It was badass. It was a great performance, too. Um, so, I mean, like, everyone's, like, starting to wonder, like... Back to formula. Is, like, everyone's speculating, like, oh, well, now he's got a chance to wrap up his, you know, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man um, thing the way he wants to. Because some are speculating, because, you know, the multiverse of madness that, like... Doctor Strange will wind up in the multiverse where, like, Tobey Maguire is fighting. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be pretty crazy, dude, if that happened. I would lose my Honestly, shit. Honestly, it wouldn't even have to be a big thing. Tobey Maguire. Yeah, they could just stop in there, like, real quick and have a brief cameo and and something funny, some funny yep. scene, and then he gets, like, goes back into the multiverse or whatever. Pizza time or something. <laughs> exactly exactly um, but yeah so it's uh, it's very interesting it's an interesting time for all that um, I guess to stay on the subject of Marvel um, Black Widow got pushed back which really pisses me off because we should be in theater right now Yeah, uh, watching that which I thought the movie looked fine I mean you got Taskmaster and some of the action looked cool and I mean, dude, it's kicking off phase phase four of everything. Like, yeah, and they got the- obviously the end credit scene probably would have had something where we could be sitting here talking right now on the podcast about like, oh shit, this is the next new direction that they're going in. Like, oh shit, they're bringing in this, you know, the Thunderbolts or something. Um, yeah, well, I think a lot of people were hoping that it would be. I mean, they released a Disney movie straight to Disney Plus. Uh, what was it called? It was the it was the one where they onward. onward that's it. Yeah. So I think I, I was hoping that more movies would follow that because, like, honestly, like I like going to the movie theater. I just I do, but I don't want to go to the movies. <laughs> I don't like having to go. Yeah, to the movie we're movie. gonna touch on that here later on in the podcast. That's one of the questions. But no, I thought it looked I thought it looked cool. It was nothing that I was super excited about, you know. But that's just because. 
Uh, I'm probably not as into, yeah. into Marvel as Philly Phil is. Scoop Master. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like, it's just, I don't know, Taskmaster is one of my, like, unsung heroes oh, yeah. of the MCU. Yeah. And so... I was excited to finally see him on the on the live screen. So, I mean, it all really sucks, man. I mean, the movie stuff—it's just—it's just hard to know when this stuff's gonna go back to being normal yeah. and all that. But we'll touch on that here later. So, um, my next uh, little bit of news, whatever, was uh, Venom Two recently released its title, and it's called. Venom, let there be carnage. <gasps> and, uh, I mean, some people didn't really like it, like the name, but I didn't mind it. Venom 1 was very wacky. And so, if they're going to go just all out with just like, let there be carnage, like, if that's just whatever, if it's just going to be this silly, whatever. <laughs> Then embrace it. Because that was the problem with Venom 1. Venom 1 marketed itself in their trailers and all this to make the audience feel like, oh, this is a serious film. Oh, it has Venom, the anti-hero. Oh, no, what's going to happen? Then you go and watch the film and you're laughing. And you didn't mean to laugh. They didn't mean to make you laugh. It just came off. And then they changed the marketing around and then marketed it like it was a Deadpool comedy. Yeah. Well, and I think that they can do funny, outlandish violence as well. I think that's going to be done. Oh, yeah. It's fucking Venom. He's eating people's I heads. think they should totally go that route with it, especially with Carnage. It's the only way you can sell that to an American audience and have people, like, kids still watch it. Like, parents letting their kids watch it. Is make the make it the funny, like, make it funny violent. Like, it's so outlandishly, like, gruesome that it's just funny. No. I mean, dude, it's it needs to be something like that. I mean, in Carnage, you can still keep it rated R, but at the same time, if you embrace the wacky side, have it be rated R, hella violent, then you can probably get away with some outlandish stuff instead of like, oh, did they go too far? Did they push the boundary here? Because like that was only always the thing with Cletus Cassidy in, in Carnage was like, how are we going to market this? because he's so brutal and he is a mass murderer and he's basically a psychopath and well make it a little bit more goofy and a little bit crazier and out there and I think voila that will be a recipe for success right yeah definitely. Uh, and then like rumors are that you know Tom Holland Spider-Man appears in that which I think is a foregone conclusion that we're going to be having you know the MCU Spider-Man at least crossover into the Sony world of shit, which I think they named their stuff the Sony. They they recently named their their universe like the MCU. They named it the I think it's the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. No god. What's the acronym for that? <laughs> Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. So it'd be S P U M C Spunk. Spunk. I mean Spunk. Spunk. Oh man. Yeah. They uh 
they got a little bit of backlash on social media because that name everyone was like what yeah like Tony just can't get it right like somebody there just doesn't get it <laughs> oh man it's That's crazy rough. it's crazy that you could have a, a, a you know a company like Sony that's had so many blunders with the same IP <laughs> in Spider-Man yeah how do you have? How do you produce Spider-Man three, and the Amazing Spider-Man one, and the Amazing Spider-Man two, and then make Venom? Like, how do you, how do you do this and not look at the higher ups in the in the management and be like, who fucking made this shit? That's funny. You know, and then they just keep getting redos too. They're like, "Well, fuck it, we'll reboot it." <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, well, and the obvious comparison is DC, but DC even learned with like Shazam. They've they've turned it around a little bit. Like it's an Aquaman, even I would say. Yeah, DC's figuring it out, which is like make these films stand alone. Don't play catch up to Marvel. No, yes. you know you're not. Marvel's not gonna be able to replicate what they no. did. That's 20 years of, of, of nailing one giant story that doesn't happen over day, right. you know. It's just, I don't know. And after this, it won't be a special either. This was an event. Yeah. This was a literal event. And, you know, I wonder if comic readers were saying the first that during, like, the first events out there. Like, this, this won't be the same ever again because it's like this, yeah. I mean, I wholeheartedly, I mean, it'll be very hard because, like, we're going to get into a little bit, like, what they're introducing, but, like, I mean, I guess we can do it right now. There's not a specific segment, but, like, um, you know, there there's plans. There's, like, plans for, like, Ghost Rider. And... Nicholas Cage is coming back? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I would seriously yeah. love it if he came back. It's. Uh, like Ghost Rider, Iron Heart, of course, because they're gonna do the female, the female Iron Man, because why not? Um, and I can't remember who the other Secret Wars maybe is getting adapted before Captain Marvel two, because they're all gonna play into right. each other. But you know, they're just constantly, constantly adding and adding and adding shit to this stuff and I just don't know. I think know X-Men is going to be the, if, the, what they need. That's the only way that they're going to keep yeah. this going. X-Men, Spider-Man, and then making a couple smaller IPs, strong IPs like they did with Iron Man. I mean, that's that's their roots. It's like picking strange characters and being able to... Yeah, that's what the Eternals is about to be, probably. Gosh. More than likely. And Black Knight. Yeah, Black Knight will... will, will John Snow will, will fill they seats. Got John Snow he'll, playing Black he'll, Knight. He'll feel, man, he will like, fill seats. You don't got to worry about that. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. So, I mean, I yeah, they're definitely they're pumping that cast up to try and sell tickets. So. Well, then they got like you know Guardians of the Galaxy, the last ones, the third one. The James Gunn's already said it. So, I mean, it it they're starting. To make you know these replacements, I mean, it's what? gonna come in. Or the the people we know are not. It's also be... the kids that we know aren't the ones. We were the ones watching the first Avengers mo- or Iron Man movies, right? Well, these kids they're gonna be starting yeah. off in a whole new 
you know, uh, they're going to have a whole nother start. So, like, by the time they get to their next event, those kids are going to be, you know, uh, where we were when they, uh, in-game and, you know, Infinity War were happening. Yeah. So. No. It's interesting. Um, so, like, a small little note. Um, moving over to, like, the uh, animation side of things. Uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War dropped on Tuesday. Oh. And it is the final animated movie from DC during, because uh, they have their own little universe, but it's the Flashpoint mm. universe. So the first film was Flashpoint, and they made all these films. It's kind of like their own little uh, in-game thing, but this time with the Apocalypse War, dude. And I watched it last night, and this shit was fucking lit, man. There was. So much death and blood and just character moments and just like what the hell like dude everyone dies like every and no spoiler I won't get into who but you get to watch all your favorites just get ripped to shreds dude. literally okay I know what I'm doing after this <laughs> yeah yeah the film is crazy I loved it I loved it um, so yeah that was just a little side note I want to. I guess give a little plug in that uh, if you needed something to check out during quarantine, that's definitely something to peep out. Um, in other news, so this isn't really news, but so Rise oh, of Skywalker here we go. dropped on, on <laughs> Plus, okay? And I have a small question. I don't want to open up a can of worms for Bobby because mm-hmm. he, he probably doesn't want to hear us rant on Star Wars that hard. But, um, I'm going to just say it again. So I'm watching Rise of Skywalker, okay? And I swear to Christ, dude, this movie hooks me in in the first hour and a half. It always does. It wants to be a good movie. It really (laughs) does. I'll give them props. They do. There's action. There's shit going on. They even have some scary, like... (gasps) scenes are in everywhere it's all quiet they try to scare scare you in the theater i'll give them props but i okay i was just watching the other night and i i literally didn't take my eyes off the screen and i literally said out loud is right where kylo's talking to han solo or whatever and having a breakdown i say out loud i'm like when did this freaking guy become good like what Mm -hmm. the where, where happened in this film the first fucking fucking hour is him being bad even with his own bad soundtrack mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. <laughs> killing people and then just out of nowhere like that he's just good Dude, do you want me to I'm, I'll talk about it I, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to go fully in but did, did I well, miss Okay. Something. What Here's did I miss that made Kylo be like, I'm good now? Because there's, to me, that's hey, the only thing. Okay. There's two things I'm going to say. First, the only thing I can think of is, you know, Leia's sacrifice that she did so that he could be, be saved or alive and, like, you know, see his father again, I guess. But that doesn't even make sense. Because the man was, like, fully committed to being evil. Evil, he's Dude, been evil JJ just films. spit in Ryan Johnson's face. That's all that is. He was like, "You are going to make a different movie than the one I wanted to make." Okay, I'm making my movie. 
screw it everything you did this they, they even say they, they bring up the holdover maneuver and they're like they're like oh that's a one a million shot <laughs> like jj just didn't hate you could just tell they were having a hissy fit and the other problem with this whole thing is that like when we saw vader change i mean basically luke was leveraging i don't even think vader turned good really i think vader or luke gambled that vader would you know care more about his son than remaining evil and that he would pull that goodness from him but we don't ever have that with kylo we don't have that moment where there's no moment where i'm like kylo ran is about to be uh, redeem himself like there's no moment in any of the fucking build of this trilogy this new trilogy where i'm like yeah that dude's about to be good all i was seeing was a descent this dude was about to if they would have had him become emperor i would have been more pleased with it because i'm like i'm like okay he fulfilled his damn destiny that dude said he was gonna be all powerful brian johnson wanted that to be you can tell that's i don't i don't agree with a lot of the last jedi but I will say that, like, that's what he wanted. Like, that's t- he was setting him up to be the big bad in the third. And then J.J. Abrams did what he wanted to do with it. And But the problem with the third with J.J. Abrams even is, bro, is the first beginning, the first 45 an hour of this film, he is. Bad. Yeah, well, that's the other side of it, too. It's like. And then he, like, just in a blink of an eye is like, I'm, I'm sorry, And I have to guys. believe that he, after killing Snoke, he's going to work with. The, the emperor like yeah that's what i'm saying i the way i view him killing snoke and all that stuff was like him submitting. this is who i am okay he's fully it isn't a phase dad <laughs> yeah dad like this isn't a phase like it's who i am this is going on i mean we i could talk about it for hours but that just came to it just came to my mind the other because I was watching. I'm still not even finished with it because I watched these films and like. See what's funny is that, that like people hated the Last Jedi, right? And I'm seeing all over the internet now people saying like, at least the Last Jedi had integrity. <laughs> people are like complimenting the Last Jedi now. I feel. I'll I'll give I'll say that the Rise Skywalker is a pop yeah. slip. Like, there were like, well, there there were definitely parts there where I was like, okay, I'm just like I literally decided to ignore it. Like the third act where Finn, whatever Finn was doing, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I can't yeah, spoil I mean, it. Anything. This, and that's another thing is the supporting characters in the trilogy. Dude, they had so such bad. great ideas too. That's what's even sadder is like the the stormtrooper that breaks his conditioning is such an interesting idea to play out, and they did nothing with it. They gave him no story. Yeah. But anyway, I dig. I could, like I said, I could go on for hours. Yeah, we go on forever. We'll just leave it at this for Bobby, and that is, I think both of us consider the new newest trilogy to be one of the biggest blunders like you could possibly whip up. Like it just, it's 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 a lack of direction. Just too many cooks in the kitchen. Higher corporations trying to interfere with director, you know, creative stuff. It, it's just a mess. And we'll leave it at that. But, so we'll shift gears a little bit. And we touched on it. So, uh, basically, my question here is, is like, are we heading towards with this corona stuff? Because 
uh, you know, Wonder Woman got pushed back. Black Widow got pushed back to November. Um, Internals got pushed back to Oof. 2021. We got Shang Chi Oof. coming out in 2021. We got Mar- we got Spider Man Three coming out Oof. in 2021. We got Thor coming out in you know 2022. We got Doctor Strange 2022. Black Panther 2022. Captain Marvel Two is coming out in 2022. They're gonna look so much 22. That's a lot of twos, but um. There's four movies coming out in 2022 alone. Three in 2021. And then uh, we're not even talking about the eight shows that are in production right now coming out. And then they're making Ghost Rider and working on four new shows after this round of shows. So, like, I'm an MCU guy, so, like, I'm not... I'm not going to complain with the content, but at the same time, it almost... No, it is. Like you know how long it took me to watch Luke Cage? Like, it took me yeah. a very long time. Hell, I haven't even finished. Hunter. Right. It's like, with with the TV shows, you definitely can't oversell them because, dude, I'm not... I can promise you, I'm not going to watch every one of those shows. Yeah, like, I was talking to somebody on one of the servers, on one of my servers was... You know, Miss Marvel. I don't care what? about Miss Marvel. Like, I'm probably not gonna watch Miss Marvel. She Hulk. I'm probably don't care. Um, unless like they come out and say that well, they have connections to the you know films, like WandaVision is about to be directly right. going into. Well, Doctor that's Green. the thing, man. It's like that's what I'm saying. Is like the shows definitely need more space than the movies do. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because like if it, if a show's on there for a long time. I'll, I might end up watching it just out of like, uh, okay, nothing else to do. I'll put this on because it's Marvel. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just it, it's this Corona thing's crazy, and well, know, I also like, think they're gonna have a Solo problem where like Solo wasn't a bad movie at all. I actually really kind of liked Solo, but it was wasn't yeah. it released like the weekend after like Endgame was released or something like that. It came out after one of the, one of the popular movies, but like at the time, like I think uh, what's it called dropped uh, the Last Jedi or something dropped like three. Right. Before. So like my thing is, is that you're with Marvel movies. Not only are they going to be like different, like but, okay, let's say let's see, it was twenty twenty one. You said or okay, so you've got Spider Man. There's going to be four movies right. in twenty twenty two. What you've got here is the problem of people aren't going to go see the Eternals or Shang Chi in 2021 because they're 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 going to go see Thor and Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm not going to say people yeah. won't. I'm saying I probably won't because I I don't go to the movies that often. But like, I think Marvel's like the thought process it is just like well we're missing out on this time like. And, and it's going to go into our buy or sell um, our little question here I guess we can we can move on into that but you know our buy or sell here is like um, should movie theaters start to look at a straight to like you know video on demand subscription like what Universal did with Trolls like during this pandemic and like um, so like I mean in, in this case I mean I'm going to say like 
I think I'll sell that. I no. Yeah, I'm gonna sell that idea because, like, I don't. I know things are crazy right now, but like, the movie industry would be completely altered. It, it, it pay stuff, you know, wages and all that shit. If everything was just going straight to video on demand, like, you need that that box yeah. office money. Movies no, I, I, I can agree with that sentiment. I, I think it in the world I want to live in that uh, it, they would consider the you know straight to video or subscription based services. Uh, but I, I don't see it. I mean, that's if there are movie theaters left. I mean, <laughs> AMC's stock got dropped to like what, like a dollar fifteen the other day. So I mean, like. And it wasn't high anyway to begin with. I think we're not. I think it will get there eventually. Um, just the the subscription based services. Um, I just don't know how that's going to work with yeah. like the movie. I mean, like, let's put it this way though. Like, what if with Disney Plus, if they, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would have paid twenty fucking dollars to watch Black Widow on right. Disney Plus. But then you're you're. Basically- and I think a lot of people would have, especially right now, yeah. with what's going on. Yeah, I mean, like for me, I, I I instantly go. I don't know if that would make enough money back to everything to work out for like paying your crew, paying the cast, paying the director, paying the sponsorships. Every you know, like I don't know. I just don't think your video on demand money that you would make back can just can. Um, backpack. So I, I think we've I think we've been going through like a like a uh, financial boom within Hollywood, like where like movies are just becoming bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And I think we're about to see like a snap back to like smaller smaller cinema. I really do because I don't think that this is especially with like subscription based services. Movies uh, movie theaters have been going out of business for years now, and so like. I don't know. This is. I think this will definitely impact their sales long term, uh, and I I think that yeah. eventually we're gonna see smaller movies. I don't I don't think we're gonna see as much spectacle. Uh, maybe not in the next five to ten years, but like eventually, because there's just no way people are going to keep keep paying to see these movies. You know what I mean? Like, or at least going out, especially with the advent of the you know. Yeah. White Earth. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, like, already, I mean, like, even AMC, though, what if AMC came up with the bright idea, though, to make a, a, a well, that's, subscription that's based the thing. thing. It's like, isn't that. And they could probably get crazy, too, like, pay $45 for a month because, like, think about if you get access to, like, all these, like, think about how much money you'd be paying to go see four movies in theaters. They're, so like you, they could get crazy, bro. They could be like, pay forty dollars yeah. for a month, so and you get immediate release films. <laughs> but I don't know if that would pan out. I, again, bro, it's just we would we would need like a graphing chart to like it's, figure it's out piracy, financially dude. if that would even work. Piracy, it's killing people. Yeah. I mean, that's why the subscription-based service is like even like a thing is because it's like oh well, it's only. 10 bucks and I get all these shows 
it's because the like the value isn't there anymore or like the customers don't value it the way like we used to you know but if amc did it then yeah. that's the only way it would happen because like this is the thing it's like do you only want to see disney movies you know what i mean yeah that's what i'm saying is if amc really got the ball churning, and if things don't go back to normal i'd be wondering if that would be an option that they yeah if they're still a company <laughs> i'm serious but they i watched a i watched a, a youtube video of the ceo and you should you should watch it. He's he's crapping his pants. <laughs> like you can just tell he's freaking out. <laughs> he's like, we need the government to step in, please. Because like, and I guess that pulls into our next buy or sell question, which is the final one of the podcast. But are theaters going to be as popular as they once were after all this is done? And I mean, bro, I, you were mentioning it earlier, really, earlier in the podcast. I, I don't know if I want to go to the movie theater with uh, how oh, unsanitary yeah. they were already. And, and the type of people that you would see come in to, mm-hmm. to, to, to some of the premieres, like some of the guys, I mean, like, just yeah. your big sweaty nerds, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? We'll just leave it at that. But like, they look like they haven't bathed in like four days. They just if, you're not, if you're listening hair, to this right like, now, we love you. But still, I don't, I don't want to sit. In, I don't want to sit in the seat after you. Hey, stink it up all you want. But I'm just saying, it's the more the movie theaters like, they're not gonna wipe down every seat after every movie. Like, oh. think about an IMAX. There's like yes, twelve showings in a day. Like. And they're like within 20 minutes as soon as the film ends. Like, you're telling me you're going to deep clean that in that amount of time? No, you're lying. You're lying. And so, I, I don't... They're going to have it... They're gonna have to change up the format. I mean, movies as we know it are oh, going yeah. to the movies. Well, that's it's changed. just another one of those things that are getting... Ahead. Like, do they only allow 20 people in the movie, do you? Are, is there only four people that can sit in each row and they have to right. be spaced out four seats? <laughs> like, stuff like that is crazy to think about. And it's funny, like, Wonder Woman got pushed back like twice already in like the same month because they're like, we don't know what, what's going on. And they don't know what's going on. Dude. That's what I'm saying is the video subscription thing might be an idea. But for right now, I'm going to, I'm going to probably buy into the fact I'm not buying the fact that they're not going to be as popular like yeah for sure yeah I'm buying buying. there it's it's going to be one of those businesses that get changed forever after the coronavirus because there's 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 no going back to a confined space like that without thinking about it there's well they also oh my god I didn't even think about this think about after freaking dark night you remember that Aurora and now they have the coronavirus. Yeah. No, nobody's going to the damn movie theater anymore where we can either get shot or like contract yeah. to coronavirus. We got people, yeah, we got shootings going up there and now are going to worry about getting the nerd flu. Like, oh my God, what if they got turned into the nerd I flu just, because people, nerds kept, like Marvel released a bunch of movies. Do you know, Perk messaged me and was like, he was like, 
dude, I miss going to Comic Cons. And he said, so much of a simpler time. And I said, bro, for all we know, one of our Comic Cons <laughs> created the Corona. Dude, I already signed up an account for San Diego for next year. You have to, did you know that? You have to sign up a year in advance for San Diego Comic Con. It's insane. Anyway, yes. You have to sign up a year in advance. I he mentioned so it to me. I told him to sign up. You you should go. So that's why I'm bringing it up right now. Actually, is that you need to sign up because you have to do it in like a year to like the day in advance to even get. And then it's a lottery system. You basically go to the uh, 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 online room and then like you hit hit the button as fast as you can, and then you might get a chance to buy a ticket. Anyway, I it, back to the point. Yes, I'm buying into. No, theaters are not going to be. They'll, they'll be lucky it. if they're a thing after this. I think I think everyone is trying to make it seem like even businesses. I think are you know they've got a reopen plan for a lot of the city uh, businesses. Everybody's trying to make it seem like this is going to be back to normal, business as usual. I'm not sitting next to thirty other people in a confined space watching a movie for three hours. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Even then, like, I don't know, man. Like, my family wants to go to, like, we're going to go to Iowa for July 4th and go to the casino and stuff. And, like, I'm, like, asking them, I'm, like, are you guys comfortable doing that? Like, I don't care. I'll take my young ass up there and I will go hop on the slide and blow my stimulus check all I want. (laughs) I'll go do that. But I don't know. My parents are a little bit older, so it's got me a little bit more worried. So, I don't know. It's interesting. But, you know, that will be a wrap-up on the podcast, Justin. Uh, We are clocking in here around about 45 minutes, which if we can nail all our podcasts at this time, we will be uh, a well-fine-tuned oiled machine. Well, we didn't have a hour rant by me about Star Wars, so... (laughs) <laughs> well, we kept it simple for for old Bobby T. Lewis of the Church of Cinema. We kept it we kept it simple for him. We didn't want to make him uh, fall asleep while hopefully giving me a good grade on this. Um, so yeah, that will do it on that. And uh, yeah. Justin, stay safe out there, buddy. And uh, all the viewers, uh, everybody, just just stay the hell home, please. It we're just gonna make it worse if you go out there and party it up and gather around a bunch of people not six oh, foot. yeah start playing classic wow home. that's what All i right, did guys play classic <laughs> wow play your nintendo switch do whatever you gotta do but for that matter consider